0: Good morning podcast people, it's Jake Forshee, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed last week, um, I know it's kind of some raw footage, but uh, I just kind of take a, um, an audio recorder in the truck with me, and uh, when I'm going to and from different places, we'll kind of record some thoughts down, and uh, kind of wanted to share them with you guys, so... Um, Let us know uh, what you like Uh, If I need to get a better audio quality for you guys I'll work on that Um, But this is kind of the easiest way for me to get some information out there So, what I wanted to talk about this morning On Mondays with Jake um, Is a couple things surrounding recruiting And uh, the college selection process So, um, these are just a couple things that have come up for us recently with some of our athletes and trying to help them get placed and, uh, you know, realize their dreams. So um, the first thing I want to talk about is creating highlight films, and I think this is something that a lot of kids just don't get a whole lot of direction on, and they end up putting together, you know, their highlight list of plays. A couple things we see with this. One, the the highlight film ends up being way too long, so I can tell you that, for the most part, unless you really catch a coach's attention in the first three plays, they really aren't going to watch any more of your film. By play number three, they're going to know if they want to watch any more or not. So that tells me that your best three plays really need to be in those first three plays. Along with that, though, there's a couple things to keep in mind. Now, depending on position... You really want to show a coach that you can do multiple things. So, say in your offense, um, you're a pass catcher. Um, you're an X receiver um, who you know runs runs deep, catches touchdowns. That's awesome. That's great. Um, you kind of need to humble yourself a little bit, though, and realize that in college. Uh, you may end up being a slot receiver or you may end up being an attached tight end or you might end up being uh, a wing or something different than what you are in in high school. So um, showing that you can do multiple things is going to be really important. If every, let's say every play for a wide receiver in high school on their highlight film is them catching a football, um, in college, it's going to be way more important than it is in high school that you actually can block. So if you don't put, and I'm not saying that that blocking play or a good block needs to be in the first three plays. If you've got some impressive catches, a coach will keep watching. Um, but in play four or five, you better get a really good block that you had down f- field on film. Um, you you should probably get uh, you know, a multitude of different routes. Um, can you catch a ball that's on your backside hip? Can you reach out, dive, make a diving catch? Can you go up and high point a ball deep in the end zone, and back in the corner? Um, you know, don't show that you're a one-trick pony and catching a bunch of slants across the field and running past everyone on the defense. They don't know the level of competition you're playing against, um, and if you just show that you can catch a football and run really fast, that's just part of what's going to be required in college uh, for a wide receiver. Now, likewise, take an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. Can you run block? Can you pass block? Um, you know, can you can you play the run? Can you um, you know do you do you know how to get off the ball? You know, I think that. It's important that you know, even if it's a good play, where say you made a sack or you, um, you know, you chase down the quarterback, get a quarterback hurry, something like that. If a coach is watching and they see that you're really slow off the ball and nobody blocked you, that's not really like a highlight play. Yes, it is for you and for your family and and for your career, but for a college coach who's watching and the best thing you could come up with to put as play number one was a sack that you were slow off the ball and didn't get touched by an offensive lineman, that is not a highlight. That's that's just the offense messing up and, um, you know, missing an assignment and letting you through the line. So, you know, like, really think about what it is that you're sending to college coaches in your highlight film. Can you actually play football? Um, I had a... Recent situation where uh, a defensive back kid from the gym, uh, you know, sent sent me his highlight film before he sent it out, and the very last play on his on his highlight film was, and it was probably I don't know three or four minutes long. Um, He he probably listens to me a little bit more than some, so it might have been two minutes. But either way, you know, he's a defensive back, and the last play on the highlight film is him. Backpedaling, uh, you know, going towards uh, a post route, and then you know, and then switching to a def- uh, switching to a receiver that he needs to basically break up the ball in the corner of the end zone. But what you see in the in the highlight film is that the kid can read a quarterback while he's dropping uh, into space, and he can he can also flip his hips around, and it showed really good hip movement really good change of direction ability, and, you know, I texted him, and I told him, hey, I really think we need to make this, you know, play number two or three in your highlight film, because I think this is what coaches would want to see out of a player like you, um, you know, be honest with yourself, be be self-aware, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a, an offensive lineman, and you're, you know, you're showing a bunch of pass blocking stuff, but you're trying to get recruited by teams that run the ball, um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand on this one a little bit later but if it's a mostly running team and you're showing a bunch of pass blocking skills in your first five plays um, you know the coaches get the idea you can pass block okay. that's something checked off of our list but can you down block can you inside release to a linebacker can you reach block can you do different things or are you a one trick pony at linebacker can you cover in space if we needed you to, to cover a tight end can you do that? If you're a Mike Backer in high school, you might be an outside linebacker in college. So, can you detach from the defense and cover a slot receiver if our package isn't right? Can you, you know, like uh, how many different things can you do? Because that's how you're going to get on the field in college. Um, in colleges, we always we always tell athletes, you know, the the best way to get on the fi- on the field is to win on special teams. Easiest way to travel. Um, easiest way to become a part of the team is to be able to play special teams. So um, don't be afraid to put a special teams play on there. You know, if you're um, maybe not like blocking for PAT or something like that, but, but if you, if you have a good downfield tackle on special teams as a gunner or something like that, um, get that on film. That's, that's going to be important to a college because they know recruiting um, you know, a wide receiver or a defensive back in high school, that they're not coming into play, uh, you know, day one. They're coming in to develop. But if they know that the kids got experience on special teams and can make an open field tackle like that, you are going to have a much, m- much more likely to actually travel with the team, be a part of the team, and get an opportunity to play for that team. So, a um, couple other things I wanted to talk about, uh, and I, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but is... You know, trying to be self aware of who you're marketing yourself to. So, um, you know, we had a situation come up this past year, and it's come up in the past too, and I touched on it a little bit before, but you might not play the same position that you did in high school. So, um, you know, we have kids who play for really small schools that they play, you know, running back and middle linebacker at a 2A high school. Um, you know, you're, you may not be a college running back. You might not be a college linebacker. You might be a college strong safety. Um, but you know, like be, be aware of that. And how do you, how do you get yourself, how do you get film that makes someone believe that you can play a different position on the field than what you did in high school, knowing that you likely won't play that position in college? Uh, you know, likewise, we have people who are, um, you know, we, we have a, a kid right now who plays defensive end, um, but but truly he's not a defensive end in college. He's he's a three technique. He's a defensive tackle. Um, but he, you know, like, are you marketing yourself to the right schools? A lot of schools play with a true nose and two outside uh, two outside rushers. Um, and sometimes those outside rushers are outside linebackers, or at least one of them is, they've got a run-stopping defensive end on one side, and they've got an outside linebacker hybrid type on the other side to rush the passer. So if, if, that's, you know, if you're upset because you're not being recruited by such and such team, or they didn't, they're not giving you the offer, they're not giving you the love like they did to the kid across town, be self-aware of the fact that maybe that's not your position just because it was at your high school doesn't mean that that's what you're going to going to play in college and maybe that college doesn't even use that position you know we have uh some slot receivers that uh you know that think you know want, want to be recruited by such and such school well, have you watched any of their film? Do they do they use a slot receiver like that? What does their slot receiver look like? If their slot receiver looks like a tight end, then you're not it. Um, you know, if you look like a Wes Welker, but and you're you know holding on to Wes Welker type aspirations, but the teams that you're talking to use a tight end looking slot receiver, you're probably not their guy. You're wasting your time um you know watch some of their film you know it, it's so easy now to be able to pull up film of some of these teams it's on youtube it uh, might be on huddle um you're going to be able to find film or video of some of these teams playing that you're interested in and watch them watch them you know if you're a quarterback that likes to throw the football and you're you know you're talking to a bunch of schools that run the ball 80% of the time it's an old school offense that might not be the school you want to be at. You know, maybe it's a cool offer to, uh, you know, to post on your on your Twitter account. But is that really where you want to go to school? Is that really uh, a group or a team that you want to want to be a part of? Um, you know, so I think that just having people be kind of self aware of who you are, uh, where you where you think you should end up in college, position wise. And then putting together a a highlight film and a you know a campaign to market yourself based on those things. Another thing that I just wanted to quickly touch on, and I know this is kind of crazy. I know it's you know I know it's kind of a flyer thing, but we have a lot of kids that are you know that are smart kids, um, and I just think sometimes I'm like, man, if you if you were to send a DM uh, a Twitter DM to one of these coaches and say. Um, You know, you got to do some research first, but you find out that their uh, left tackle is uh, some kind of scholar athlete. They made honor roll, whatever. um, Because you, you know, you pay attention to the team. You, uh, you know, you follow them on Twitter. They posted something about it. You watch, watch some some film. You watch some video, and they have a good outside release to, uh, or I'm sorry, inside release to a linebacker um, on a run play. I think it would be interesting to send a DM directly to whoever posted that and, um, find a good video of you inside releasing to a linebacker and couple it with your, uh, high school transcript or your certificate for being on, honor a roll or being, um, you know, a scholar athlete or whatever it is and, and saying, hey, I noticed uh, Joe Blow left tackle, um, You know, as a scholar athlete, and I I love this inside release to a linebacker play from him, wanted to show you one of mine and show you that I, you know, that I made honor roll or I did this also. I, I know it sounds corny. I know it sounds cheesy, but that's different. That's different. That's going to get a coach's attention. They're going to watch that single play. And then if they hit up your Twitter account after that, and your pinned tweet is your highlight film. They might watch it, you know, so get a little bit creative. Don't don't just stick to the norm all the time. Um, You know, uh, I think that, you know, you could expand off off that in a lot of different ways. Um, You know, just talking about, you know, research one of the students or faculty that's that's been really successful there and, um, you know, know something about the school flip the interview over, flip the interview process over and, and, and make it so that you're doing the research, you're finding them, um, go out and seek them, find them and figure out where you want to go to school, what team you want to be a part of. Um, lastly, and I feel like this, uh, I think that coach Watts and I touched on this a little bit during our, our podcast previously, but, um, When you go on college recruiting visits, make sure that you get an opportunity to meet their strength and conditioning coach and their athletic training staff. So I bring this up to kids all the time because they go on recruiting trips and they don't get to meet the strength and conditioning staff um, during some of those recruiting trips. And what I try and, you know, try and tell them is that nine months out of the year, minus spring ball maybe, I guess, so maybe, maybe, uh, you know, eight months out of the year, your strength and conditioning staff and your athletic training staff are going to be responsible for you, not your coaches. So, for the majority of your year, you are the responsibility of a strength and conditioning coach and the athletic training staff, the nutritionist, whoever else is, is around there. If you... Uh, only meet the coaches, you only meet your position coach, head coach, coordinator, you are doing yourself a giant disservice. If you don't know what's in the programming for your your strength coach, if you're not asking questions, hey coach, do we front squat or do you have guys back squat? Well, Johnny, guess what? When you come in as a freshman, I'm going to need you to front squat 315 before I'll let you back squat, but you will have the option after that. Great coach, I'll work on making sure I can squat three fifteen in a front rack position. Um, you know, like, but I, sometimes I have kids that get programs sent to them and they're shocked and what's uh, uh, they're shocked when they see what's in it because they didn't ask any questions. And for the next four to five years, maybe six, they're going to be in this program. Um, you know, eight months out of the year that they don't like, they don't want to, they don't want to be doing those things. Um, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough for a kid to swallow. It's going to be tough for a kid to, uh, you know, feel good about things every day when that's the case. You're going to show up as a freshman. You're not going to play. Then you're going to follow it up with eight months of lifting that you don't like or you don't appreciate. If it's not something that's important to you, that's fine. But if it is, and for most of the kids that, that come to our gym, it is, make sure you talk to those people. Make sure you get to meet the head athletic trainer um, you know, know if they're a jokester or if they're really serious. Like, know what you want in a program. Um, and I think that way too much emphasis gets put on what level kids are going to, whether it's D1, NAIA, Division two, II, Division three, JUCO, whatever. whatever. Um, forget all that. Go to a program where you feel like feels like home, where you feel like you'll be well taken care of, and where you feel like you can play and play early. Um, A lot of kids kind of discount the fact that it's really difficult to go to a college um, and, you know, having been the star from your team and then not playing football for two to three years. That's really difficult, really hard on a kid. And a lot of times when that happens, we see those kids come back, um, come back home. And um, anyway, so just a little bit of ranting and raving on my part, I guess a little bit on the recruiting thing. And I uh, just want to encourage all you out there searching for the best fit for you to do everything you can to find the best fit, regardless of level, and get creative with the way that you find them. Uh, I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Appreciate your time. And uh, let us know if you have any questions or how you like this uh, new format of the podcast on Mondays.